Why, hello there, geeks. This is Beach. Welcome to the Geek to Geek podcast. I am here solo this week, and I have some things I want to talk to you about. I'd mentioned last week during my weekly geekery segment that I'm going to have a review of the Ewen Racing RGB desk, which is really, really cool. Uh, thank them for sending me the copy of it to review and talk about and use as a daily driver, which I think is fantastic. And I'm very much enjoying making my life a little bit better. Uh, so thank you for sponsoring this episode. Uh, you can go to ewinracing.com and you can use the code GGMN at checkout to get 30% off your order. Um, and I will also be going through later the weekly geekery that I have uh, since uh, I've been doing some cool stuff this week and found neato stuff that I think that every one of you will like. And if every one of you don't, then at least some of you will, which is almost as good. So I'm far more likely. So uh, without any further ado, I'm getting started. So for about the last five years, I've been using the same desk. Uh, this is a really cheap desk. I got it at Target and it I just needed it whenever I bought it. Like I had moved from my hometown to my uh, to to the town I'm living in now. And it was something I just needed. I got a cheap one very quickly. And I've been using it for the last five years, and it sucks, okay? Like, I've hated it. It's small, it's wobbly and unstable. And over the past, probably the last few months, it's gotten increasingly wobbly and unstable to the point where I thought it was actually going to end up crashing and breaking one day whenever I was just working and destroy all of my computer stuff. So I'd started looking for new desks. And I didn't want to spend the money on one because a good desk is expensive. And also, I would have to rearrange my entire office and then I would have to put it all together. And I'm terrible about putting things together. And so basically, it amounts to me not wanting to do the work and put in the effort to change desks. So I was just sitting there miserable working from home pretty much every day. Um, I got an email one day from Ewen Racing, and they offered me a desk to review, which I jumped at. I jumped at this offer. Uh, it was really like serendipity. So I talked with them a bit, and they ended up sending me the Ewen Racing RGB desk. Um, I looked it up online, and it had pretty good reviews. It uh, looked really neat. And uh, so that when they sent it to me, I put it together and everything, and I've been using it for probably the last three weeks, maybe close to a month. And y'all, I am very, very impressed by this desk. Um, I love gaming stuff anyway, uh, like gaming furniture. I have a gaming chair. I even got one that had a footrest on it. Like I have, I have really, really been loving this cheap Amazon gaming chair that I got. So it's really nice to have a high quality piece and it has kind of changed the way. Honestly, this is, this may sound weird, but it's changed the way that I work during the day because it has so much extra space on it. Like even in the normal, RGB desk that they've got, uh, the 48-inch the one across is so much bigger than the one that I had before that it's changed the way that I work. So I kind of want to go through the desk today, like talk to you about this. Uh, I've got a 30% coupon. If you use GGMN as a code uh, checking out, you'll get 30% off of one. Like I want to talk to you about this desk because like 
Not only is this episode sponsored by them, but I legitimately like this desk and think that people who are in the need have the need for something like this are definitely going to like this because it might be the best desk I've ever had. Um, and I say that having uh, used a bunch over the years because I'm a nerd. I have computer desks everywhere. And even though it doesn't have drawers or any extra shelving, um, I feel like I have a much more open space to game and keep my peripherals on and things like that than I ever did before, even with having a couple of tiered desks. So I just kind of want to walk y'all through this, tell you a little bit about it, and honestly just kind of rave for a few at the uh, cool stuff that it does, as well as the cool stuff that I'm going to do to it to kind of enhance it and uh, how I'm really excited to make my office look a lot better simply because I got this new desk. So before I dig in on some of the cool RGB features and all that stuff, I want to say really that the highlight of this desk is how solid and stable it is. The construction of this thing is cool. A lot of the times you buy a desk from Target and you assemble it yourself and it feels like something you've put together yourself. Uh, you know, that's not the case here. And I have to say, like between bookshelves and my old uh, desk from Target and my cheap yet awesome uh, gaming chair that I've got, it's there's always been a little bit of wiggle room on this. Uh, it's kind of the thing that happens with mass produced products. But uh, Ewen got it right on this one. And I don't know how, but it's made out of like everything's put together. It's made out of metal. It has like aluminum uh, legs on it where just the whole thing feels really solid. And it doesn't have that assembled furniture feeling. Um, it's really cool. It doesn't have the particle board uh, sides that make everything feel all flimsy. Now, the real cool thing for me is I actually fight with my mouse pad a bunch. Uh, I move my mouse around. I have to constantly be adjusting my mouse pad to, uh, to feel it because I always move my mouse off of it when I'm playing games like Overwatch or Torchlight, something that's really mouse intensive. And so I read one of the features of this thing is that it had a carbon fiber top that's supposed to let you use it with no, with no mouse pad. So I tried it and. It actually works. I was really surprised by that. I have literally never been able to find a surface that claims to be uh, mouse friendly where it wasn't jumping my mouse all over the place. Um, and well, just jumping the cursor all over the place, I guess. And it's pretty cool. Uh, I do have to say, like, it feels solid. It uh, actually works like it said. So I'm I'm pretty impressed by by that part of it as well. I may have also mentioned in the past that I've been wanting to rework my office to have like colored strip lights around. It's still my plan, and we actually bought some strip lights for the house recently, uh, the Govee brand off of Amazon during Prime Day. That was what Alenzia had recommended. And so when we did this, I haven't got it set up yet, but my plan has been for a while to get some and kind of line my desk with them, put it around the back behind my monitor and my laptop, do it around uh, some of the window sills above me, and that way I can have, you know, that nice glow that a lot of people have on their gaming setup. I used to have it on my desktop computer, but I don't have a desktop now. So it was really cool when Ewen sent me this because it's got those strip lights built in. Um, the only thing that I dislike about the 
strip lights is that they are on the side and go down both of the legs, uh, which is really, really cool. But they're not along the very front edge, or I guess the back edge, uh, the one that faces out from you. And because of that, I don't get that reflected color on the wall in front of me. I get it on the things to the side of my desk. I mean, I can see it. I can see the reflection and everything. And it looks super, super, super cool when I'm like out of the room and I look and all of a sudden my entire desk has like a rainbow of colors, like actually moving around on it. Uh, you can cycle between different uh, different uh, uh, patterns and speeds and uh, colors and stuff like that. You can have a solid color around the outside uh, or you can have it moving. I actually keep a series of rainbow dots moving all the time where whenever I'm sitting here, I just see it reflected on stuff, just all these like flashes of different colors. Uh, it's got the controls like built into the desk so you can turn them off and on, adjust the power, adjust the patterns and stuff like that. Because the desk itself is actually wired, it comes with a a wire holder and USB controls, I guess not controls, but ports uh, in the bottom of it where you plug it in. You just plug it into a, a normal brick uh, and plug it into a power strip like I do, like a phone charger brick. Or uh, what it's supposed to do, but I couldn't do, is plug into a USB port on your computer. Uh, because I actually run uh, work, really, on a Razer Blade laptop. All of my USB ports are taken from different peripherals and things like that. Like the microphone I'm recording this on, or my mouse has a uh, Bluetooth dongle on it. Uh, stuff like that. So I don't actually have a spare USB port to, to power the desk. But they're long enough where I just put it in a charging brick and then plugged it up. And that works just fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I completely understand why, if you're actually going to build a gaming desk, that you would assume that the people have a desktop because that's what most gamers have. It just turns out I bought a gaming laptop because it was better for work and for gaming. So that's really, really cool. That's where the RGB part of it comes in. And I got to admit, I was a little skeptical of this whenever I uh, I was sent it. I was like, it's pretty cool, but how much am I going to care about that? You know, it's like I'm, I'm going to be sitting here working. I'm going to be sitting here. A lot of times I work, obviously, I work during the day most of the time. Uh, well, let's say all the time. I'm not going to work at night. And so I'm sitting here in the sunlight uh, with lights on in the house. How often am I going to see or care about these uh, like rotating colored lights? And the answer is a lot. I make sure that I turn them on uh, in the morning. Like that's one of those things when I sit down that's become part of my routine. I flip on my lamps and then I press the power button on these these strips on the side because seeing colors move around the side of my room kind of makes me happy. Um, like it's not even a gaming thing for me on this one. It just straight up makes me happy to see flashing colors, uh, reflected in like the base of my lamp or my iPad on the table beside me, that kind of thing. Um, it, it's really, uh, kind of ridiculous that, that it makes me as happy as it does, but I cycle through the different patterns and stuff as I, as I work during the day. Um, I, y'all know that I like to fiddle with things and it gives me just something tactile on my desk that I can fiddle with. So it's uh, it's been actually really, really neat to be able to go through and have that just little bit of an extra uh, feature and a little bit of extra 
fun with it, to be honest. Um, it really does make it so much nicer than it would be if it were just a solid color desk. Like, I've never gotten excited about a desk. Like, I've been like, oh, okay, I'm I'm sitting here. This is really nice. I enjoy sitting here, working here, playing here. Like, this is cool. But this one, because it lights up, it makes me happy. It's like getting light up shoes. It's uh, it's like, you know, I don't care if you're 8 or 38. If you've got lights on your shoes that light up every time that you take a step, it's pretty cool. It's kind of how I feel about this desk. It's like it's it's got lights on it, y'all. And uh, it's just pretty like walking into the room. It makes me happy if I've left them on and I go out and I come back in and I've turned all the lights out at night or something. But I've left the, the desk on. The entire room is just lit up in a rainbow of colors. And it is absolutely fantastic. And I love it. Uh, so I, I really do see this as a huge benefit to the desk, uh, to have this, uh, RGB gaming desk, um, which I never thought would be anything that, uh, was special at all. Like it's maybe I'm simple. Y'all know that, that I like, uh, I like silly, simple things like those really simple pleasures that are like, Oh yeah, I love that. This is one of those where I'm like, Oh yeah, I love that way more than I thought I would. I remember telling my wife whenever she asked me how I felt about it, like how how it was, was that this one's just more comfortable to use. And I told her that uh, that I liked it and that it made my back hurt less. It felt like from the way that I was sitting normally and uh, at my old desk, I guess. And uh turns out that uh, I didn't know this at the time. I went back and read on the product page a little bit more that it has a five degree incline on it that I'd never noticed. Like it's so small that I really didn't know it was there. But then I, I think back to, you know, when I first started using it, oh man, this is so much nicer to just sit and write than, uh, than my other one was. And I suppose that's, uh, that's what it is. It's just got enough incline. It's got just enough incline to uh to make it so that my wrist doesn't hurt like it did uh, nearly as much typing uh on my laptop and everything which I have propped up at an incline itself so uh it was just kind of neat that uh, it's something I never would have thought of was that kind of ergonomic like incline and it was pretty neat I uh I was I'm very impressed by that uh solely because I had no idea it was there and it worked without me knowing it was there and even paying attention to it and then I look like, oh, oh, yeah, that's that's pretty neat. And finally, before I get into my weekly geekery here, I do want to say that the one of the killer features of this that I am taking advantage of almost, well, absolutely every day that I didn't think would be a big deal is wait for it. Drum roll. A cup holder. Like, for real, it's got a cup holder on it that you can swap uh, back and forth from either side of it. It swivels. Like, I didn't think this was a big deal. I'm like, oh, it's a cup holder. I just keep my drink on the desk like I always do. Y'all, for real, if you don't have a place to keep a, a drink and you're working or something like that or gaming or whatever, and you don't have a drink holder somewhere, I highly, highly suggest that you rig something up. 
or by this desk. Uh, it's it's super great. Like even recording this, I've been reaching over to grab it. Um, I'm actually going to move it to the other side where the drink is a little closer to me because it turns out I work further to the left on my desk than I do to the right. Um, but the cup holder has has really, really uh, turned into one of those things where I'm like, man, I really do have a lot more space on this desk. And it's from small things like that. Like uh, it's got cord organizers, like cord holes that go down through it, which a lot of desks desks have. But this is just one uh, one of those things that I, I haven't had until now. And uh, just being as wide and as deep as it is, I can move my laptop back and write with my hands on something and put the iPad in front of me and use the Apple Pen. I can keep a notebook uh, off to the side and actually write on it instead of being super crunched up. Um, it's, you know, part of that is just the size of the desk, but it's also part of just how it changed how I I work. Like I can keep stuff on my desk because it's bigger, but also just having things like the cup holder off to the side is incredibly nice to be able to clear up just a little bit more, uh, square footage on here. Uh, just a little more real estate that I didn't think that, had ever really been an issue, but I realized that once I started putting stuff in there that I had start, I had eventually just started putting my drinks on the floor beside me because I needed as much space as I could. And it was like, Oh yeah, I did do that. And so it's really, really neat to have this on there. Like, like I said, I think it's a little, uh, little ridiculous that it stood out to me so much. I was like, there's a cup holder, but it's like, Yo, there is a cup holder. Um, that's really cool. Now, the only couple of things that I have as nitpicks or quibbles, um, like I said, I wish there was a strip along the edge in the back that would reflect out or show the colors if you have the desk facing away from a wall. But that that's minor. Um, the only other thing really that that I wish this desk had was a drawer. Uh, some sort of storage on it. It's uh, really a gaming desk. You're supposed to put your computer underneath it. Um, but something that would really, really help for me is to have some sort of of storage on this. Because even even gaming, I keep uh, mouse mouse controllers, not mouse controllers, mouse mouse charging cables, things like that in a drawer on the desk or, or something like that. Even my, my stuff in the living room is stored in a drawer where I can just grab it instead of just having them sitting out. I would love to be able to just reach over and have a, a drawer or honestly, even a pouch to the side. I may get something and just roll underneath it here to have just some shelves or something like that. Even a couple of wire shelves like leaning down or off to the side would be super great. Um, but really, that's a minor quibble for uh, for a product like this. Um, I am I'm actually really, really impressed. And I've got to say that uh, if if you're in the in the market for getting a getting a new gaming desk, um, I'm assuming their gaming chairs are good, too. I haven't used one of those yet. Wink, wink, hint, hint. Um, it's, uh, I'm assuming they're great, but this desk is actually probably the single highest quality, uh, piece of furniture that I've bought. Um, even our couch and stuff like that is, uh, we bought used. So it's a very, 
very nice to have something that I use that I like and that when I come in and sit down, it's not like my others like, okay, this is just somewhere I deal with. It's like, okay, this is this is where I am. So uh, it's just gen- genuinely pleasant to be around. And I really uh, do like that. So if you want to check this out more, you can go to ewinracing.com and check them out. It's really, really cool. Uh, they have a lot of stuff. I was checking them out with the chairs and other desks and things like that. And I, I like what I'm seeing, even though I've only used this one particular desk, uh, the, the, the Ewin 2.0, uh, RGB gaming edition desk. Um, it's really, really, really good. Um, if you go there and you do decide to grab something, which would be fantastic, um, you can do it with the code GGMN at checkout and you'll get 30% off of it. We also have links to this on the geek to geek media site. So you can find that on the homepage or if you check out a blog or anything like that, I'll have links in the show notes for this as well. Um, but it's, it's really cool, y'all. I am. I am terribly impressed by by this desk. And like I said, I thought it was going to be hard to kind of review a desk and uh, get excited about it. But it's made my daily life better. And so I I know that we have some weird uh, topics here on geek to geek occasionally. And it's uh, it's just pretty interesting that I can geek out over a desk because, like I said, it's made the quality of life of sitting in my office uh considerably better uh it's very solid it's easy to put together too i know i didn't mention that before but uh my wife and i put this together very quickly and the only reason that i didn't do it by myself is because i'm terrible at things like that and i didn't want to mess up any of the electronics so we uh, we we did that together, put it together in half an hour, maybe um, you don't actually have to assemble very much at all. You basically just plug everything in where it goes, put it together and screw it in like it's really, really easy. And even I didn't mess it up, which is saying a whole lot. So, yeah, check it out. Uh, click the links in the show notes and uh, give it a look. See, because it is like I said. It made my life better, and it's one of the best things that uh, I have, uh, like the best furniture that I've got right now. So uh, Ewin Racing, I really, really appreciate the desk. I appreciate the opportunity to be able to review the desk and uh, have you as a part of the uh, the show here. So uh, thank you so, so very much. Um, and like I said, geeks, y'all go check it out and uh, uh, see what. See if it works for you. If whether this desk is any indication of their other products, I think that you will be uh, pleasantly surprised because this one is super heavy duty and I can only imagine their gaming chairs will take a pretty good beating as well. I haven't been really rough on this desk yet, but I expect that I'm going to be if the shape of the target desk that is uh, falling apart over uh, in the corner of this room now uh, is any indication. So Thanks, Ewen. Use the code GGMN for geek to geek Media Network at the checkout if you decide to buy one, which I really think you should. And it is definitely, definitely worth it. Um, I know that uh, furniture and gaming furniture is generally expensive, 
Um, this one does retail at $499. Um, there are sales a lot of times for uh, $399, um, and you can get 30% off uh, using GGMN. But if you're going to pay for a solid piece of furniture that's going to last years, um, I say this one, this one will do it. Like I really, if that target desk lasted me five years, I can really see myself going at least 10 on this one. Um, we'll see if the RGB sets up and lasts that long. Um, but it's LED stuff. So I bet it will. Um, like I said, I'm very impressed by, uh, by the solidity of this stuff and uh, how stable it is, how much it improved my workday. And I should also say that I'm going to have a written review up with photos of it uh, soon on the geek to geek Media website. Um, I will adjust the show notes whenever I get that up uh, and written. Um, I'm partially through it now, but wanted to record this first and get it out there. Uh, but if you want pictures, you can go to ewinracing.com and check it out. The one I've got is the Ewin 2.0 edition RGB gaming desk. It's the one with the Y-shaped legs that appear at an intersection instead of the ones that are straight up and down. So yeah, check out uh, ewinracing.com and use GGMN at checkout to get 30% off. Uh, or you can go click the link in the show notes or on the geek2geekmedia.com website. And remember, we're also part of a network, the geek to geek Media Network. You can go to geek2geekmedia.com to find all of our shows and content. You can see invite links to Slack and Discord there. And... You can check out our Patreon magazine, the geek to geek magazine, which is a part of geek to geek plus our upcoming plan to give you exclusive content as Patreon subscribers. So you can check that out at patreon.com slash geek to geek cast. And now it's time for Beach's weekly geekery. geekery. So because I'm solo this week, uh, it's just going to be me talking about Weekly Geekery for a bit. And as you know, lately, I haven't been doing nearly as much stuff as I have uh, before in the past, just doing different things. Um, but one of the games that I discovered this week was because of Elenzia, and I really want to thank her for this. Uh, I found Littlewood. If you have never played Littlewood, I highly, highly suggest it. Uh, you should check it out on Switch. Um, it's also on Steam, I know, but it's fairly cheap. Uh, right now on the Steam sale, it's going for about ten bucks, ten to twelve bucks. I think the I think the Switch version is fifteen right now, but it's really cool. It takes place after the hero has won. You're playing the hero of an RPG after he's defeated the Dark Wizard, and then you have to rebuild the town and the world really um, after the after the Dark Wizard had been defeated. So it is a farm simulator that's a lot like Stardew Valley. It is a town builder that is actually a lot like Animal Crossing New Horizons. And it is all in very cute pixel art graphics, uh, 2D overhead. And uh, I got sucked into this game. Uh, I've been playing it as much as my wife has been playing Stardew Valley, which she is still into, and she just finished the community center last night as I record this. Uh, so it's uh, it's really cool that we're both playing this kind of game. Uh, I had a really good time playing Littlewood so far, and it's just really fun. Honestly, there's no combat in this one, which is funny because it's based on you know the hero and his his party going and uh beating the wizard in typical jrpg fashion but it is uh after that so they have retired their uh their their swords and their magic and uh you're going and exploring the endless forest for resources and you're going into the dust mines 
to uh, mine ore, and you are you even get to put together and save a town and build an animal shelter for an animal rescue. It's uh, it's really 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 cute. I like this game a lot. Um, I did not think I was going to like it when I first started out. It's uh, very much an indie game, and I think it was developed by a single developer like Stardew Valley was. So I didn't know what to expect, and I went in uh, knowing that Alinzia loved it, and I see why. Like I got hooked in, and it was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to keep playing this. It was it was really fantastic. So I, I really want to recommend that to you. It's a download-only game, so you can get it for 15 bucks. And I think, like I said, it was either 9 or $12 on the Steam sale. The other thing that I wanted to tell you all about this week is an audiobook I discovered. Recently, I have decided to get back into running uh, because my clothes don't fit anymore, which is really, really fun. And I need to be able to lose a little bit of weight. Uh, more than that, I need to lose a little bit of size and get back into shape because I would like to wear the clothes that I own instead of having to buy bigger clothes in an entirely new wardrobe. So I've started running again, looking at stuff, and I've mentioned on the podcast before that I was going to train for the Dopey Challenge at uh, Walt Disney World for 2023 on my 40th birthday. Um, so that, you know, a year and a half away, I've got a year and a half to be able to train and do races that lead up to that. So I'm fine. I've done this before. It's no big deal. I've just not done it as heavy as I am right now uh, in comparison to where I was when I ran these races, these kinds of races before. Now, that said, one of the things that always gets me motivated to to run and keep going is reading, honestly, memoirs of other runners and other kinds of, uh, of fitness related memoir and nonfiction where not so much a how to run kind of thing. I don't want to read like a coaching book that usually doesn't help me very much. But I like reading these narratives and stories from other runners. Like there's a really good documentary called Where Dreams Go to Die that you can watch for free on YouTube. And it's about somebody training for the Barkley Marathons. And it's just fantastic. I also have a review of that on geekfitness.net that you'll be able to find. Uh, and you can watch the video entirely on YouTube. But that said, I like that kind of stuff a lot. And so I went on Audible and used one of my credits to get a book called Life is a Marathon. And the reason I grabbed this one is because it was talking about a a runner. He is a sports writer uh, named Matt Fitzgerald. He has been writing about sports for years and running in particular in triathlon. And it was about him going across the country and doing eight marathons in eight weeks, doing one a week as he traveled. And while he did this, he was doing a interviews with different kinds of people and runners who he, he noticed to find out what the sport of running and what the race of the marathon meant to them on different levels. And so that was really cool. But he also, the, the blurb said that he also used this book and the marathon as a way to deal with his wife's bipolar disorder. And apparently she got uh, had a very, very hard time with her mental health uh, during their marriage and while he was running uh, and doing all of this. So he's using this project as a way to to look at that and deal with that. And as someone with bipolar type 2, it is always interesting to me on how running affects people and their lives, especially when dealing with mental health issues, because I've used it a lot in the past to be able to help me deal with my own mental health issues between anxiety and depression and the uh, 
the long-term cycling that comes with uh, bipolar type 2. Um, not cycling as in bicycles and uh, running and, and, and fitness. It is uh, cycling as in going from a depressive state to a, a manic state, except in type 2, it moves over long periods of time where the, the, the cycle can last months at a time and then flip the switch and it goes that instead of rapid cycling like you may hear about with uh, bipolar or when it was used to be called manic depression either way whatever you call it however uh whatever you deal with uh it is really really good so far it's something i've laid in the hammock and listened to i've listened to it while i was just sitting eating my lunch uh it's the kind of audiobook that i absolutely adore and I think that if you're that kind of person as well, that this one is really, really good. It gets to a lot of personal stories, which is what draws me to this kind of book. So it's read really well. I actually can't remember if it's read by the author or not, but whoever narrates it does it well enough uh, that I'm really drawn in and just like listening to it and not only when I'm out running or uh, for walks myself. So it is really, really good. It's called Life is a Marathon, um, and you should definitely, definitely check that one out, too. All right, so that about does it for my solo episode this week. I would like to thank Ewen Racing for giving me the opportunity to review the desk and sponsoring this episode. I would like to remind each and every one of you to check out geek2geekmedia.com so that you can see all of our awesome content. Check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash geek2geekcast. Get our monthly magazine. Get all sorts of cool perks as we uh, start moving through and getting new exclusive content up for you. And we also can be found on Slack and Discord. Uh, you can find the links in the header menu at geek2geekmedia.com. And be sure not to miss my other podcast, the Dragon Quest FM podcast, where I talk about the Dragon Quest RPG series by Square Enix. It is really good stuff. So I will see y'all next week or maybe the next. I don't know what our recording schedule is. So I will see y'all later. I will talk at you soon and uh, hope you have a fantastic week. Bye, geeks. <laughs>